the Positive Gains is back today, and our special guest is Marty Ray with the Marty Ray Project. He is a singer, actor, songwriter. Uh, I believe you're a script writer as well, right? I do a little bit. Yeah, I dabble. So you you do a lot then. You got your hands full. Well, you know, I, I, I experiment with about everything. So they're full because I make them full. There you <laughs> You know what I mean? I ain't out there making money writing scripts, though. So. Yeah, just dibbling, dabbling. All right. Well, I appreciate you being on today. Um, so first thing is, I guess a lot of people would, you know, recognize you from your uh, your cover with uh, Ice Ice Baby for Vanilla Ice. Um, obviously, I've seen it and I've seen quite a few. Uh, so how did you get into singing? I've been singing my whole life. I come out of the womb singing. So but I used to my whole Growing up live, I would mimic other artists. So I would try to sound just like them. I, I, I thought I sounded pretty close. But uh, my family and some other people, they they were either they were realist, meaning they didn't believe that you could make a living doing something in entertainment, whether it be music or acting or any of those things, or uh, they believed that uh, I couldn't sing. They, they didn't think I could sing. So, which is fine. Everybody has the right to their opinion. So I'm not mad at them. I still love them, but that held me back for, for years. And I think it was supposed to, I think that's what God intended it to do. So, because I was a lot wiser when I actually started a music career full time and uh, kept me from making certain decisions that I probably would have made at a younger age. I've been okay. doing music professionally for, I don't know, about 10, 11 years. Maybe I think, I don't really know. I'm horrible with time frames. Uh-huh. And so uh, I, I saw in another uh, interview that you did, you talked about your musical influences, you know, coming up in the church. And, uh, you know, I guess that was early on a lot of your uh, your uh, influences coming up. Um, so so who were some of your favorites then? Well, they still influence me today. Like I say, on a lot of podcasts or interviews, <laughs> I, I got Mahalia Jackson still hanging on my wall in my office right over there. So. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they, they've never, they've never, not, I've never not been a Christian. So they've always gospel music has always been the root. I think it's the root of all music, to be honest with you, gospel music. But uh, nonetheless, it still isn't for me. It's still the root of all things that I do. And even when I write, even if it gets a little rocky, I, it's still the gospel influence is always there and it lives there. And uh, yeah, I mean, people like Rance Allen. Oh wow. Jackson, yeah, uh, Shirley Caesar, okay. People I grew up listening, Kirk Franklin later on, um, all the choirs like you know uh, Georgia Mass Choir, you know every choir stuff. It was that's what we were big on when I was growing up. So it was people like that. Yeah, Rance Allen actually uh, heard my music. He heard that Ice Ice Baby cover and uh, had he they reached out to me and said he really liked it and he wanted to. Oh wow. Well. Wanted me to come visit him at his church. And I said, man, I can't tell you how many times I, I've prayed to something about the name Jesus. And oh, uh, yeah. let me make you, well, how many times I've tried to uh, do what you do and, and can't. I don't know if anyone can. He, he was, he it was, was special. Man, he sure was one of a kind. If there ever was one, 
it was yeah yeah i'm uh obviously real familiar with gospel uh, you know that was uh the first genre of music that i grew up listening to a lot of the same people that you mentioned uh my mom i actually got me on uh bb and cc winans as well and uh you oh, know yeah. andre crouch and then oh. obviously kurt came a little later and i really gravitated towards kurt because of the the new age part of it, you know, but he still had the same message that everybody had. And he never, um, sang so it I, <laughs> you know, what I mean? he's never saying anything, but yeah. you <laughs> always have people around him to, you, you know, carry it for him. I don't even but, know how, uh, how that happened, but a man to not, not be able to sing at all, or I say not be able to, to not sing at all, but his name is attached to so many legendary songs. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. When you look back at it, um, so you've had a bunch of different musical covers that you've done, you know, over the years. Um, what are some of the favorites that you've done so far? I don't know if I have a favorite cover. I don't know if I have a favorite song period, but every one of them are different. Some of them, they come around. It'd be easy to say, well, the ones that are getting the most love are the ones that are my favorite, but <laughs> I really only do, I only do the songs. I only cover songs. I don't really take requests. So, because I mean, I do it live shows and I'll, I'll play a little request here and there live shows. But as far as making a YouTube video and posting it, unless it's from a live show, I don't really do that because I only want to do the songs that move me in some way or have moved me in some way. It could be make me laugh or make me cry or make me feel a certain kind of way. And uh, that's why I think other people relate to what I do is because I actually feel what I'm doing. It's, right. And that's why I never signed with a record label and don't want to, because I don't want them telling me what I can and can't do. So it's kind of the same way with the fans. It, I try to explain the best I can to them is they, while I'm, while they are the only reason I sing, like they're the reasons they're the reason that I put videos out but the only reason they like what I do is because I like what I do. So if I don't like what I do, they're probably not going to like it either. So if I become just a, a human jukebox and I try to do every, everything and anything just because somebody says it, then it's not going to, it's probably not, it's going to get watered down. It's not going to have as much emotion. So songs like ice ice baby and, and one day actual, the biggest video on YouTube that I have is one day, no woman, no cry. And, uh, people, people really like that one. And that's, out of all of them, that's the one that I, I tend to, at live shows, uh, I tend to play, enjoy playing that one the most, probably. So it's not that I, it's not that I like it more than any of the other ones, but eventually songs like Ice Ice Baby, because so many people saw that one yeah. on YouTube, like on YouTube, more people saw uh, several videos. I got several videos that are have more views than Ice Ice Baby. But on Facebook, Ice Ice Baby had this life of it's just it's just had its own legs and it it, it still does. <laughs> it uh it has 200, 200 million views or more, I think. Yeah. On Facebook, if you can if you accumulate every person and every page that posted it, because World Star Hip Hop posted that video, uh Bam Margera, just all kinds of people, and here's 30 million, 30 million, 40 million, 5 million, 10 million. And they just, it's just like, it has a life of its own. It's kind of what that song is really for even, right. even Rob Vanilla Ice. So 
it kind of always had its own life. And even it's funny because I kind of go through the same thing that he went through with, with that song is it's, he, he got, he got known by that song. And for a while that bothered him, you know, that he yeah. was known for that one song. And I'm kind of battling that myself in some ways, not that I'm only known for that song, but there's a lot of people that only know me for that song. That song. But there's also, but you know, I call the real fans, the real fans are the ones that don't know me for that song. They might've gotten to know me for that song, but they went and started downloading originals and they, they are the ones that request originals. And some of them go really deep track. They deep tracks. I got three albums out. And the first album I released is goes way back, you know, 2008, even though I like this, I like to preface it and let people know that because if they look it up, they'll see it says 2015. That was re-released years later because of a situation. But anyways, oh, okay. yeah, that's a lot in one 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 answer, but you got it anyway. Yeah, and I was going to ask, too, about that because I had looked up the music and, and some of the uh, years were kind of running with each other. And I wondered if maybe it was re-released. So I'm glad you uh, cleared that up. Um, and then the creativity part of it. Um, obviously, tons of people cover songs every day, but... I think for you it was the way that you took the song and obviously spun it into your own way. Um, and then you, you also touched on uh, the label part of it, how labels want you to conform to their way. Maybe it starts out as, Oh yeah, we're going to have you do this and that everything's hunky dory. And then, then slowly it starts turning into control. Um, so how hard is it for you to, to stay creative? And, and obviously you've created your own lane, so you're not willing to, uh, I don't want to say sell yourself, but succumb almost. Um, so how, how hard has it been for you to just keep, you know, staying the path that you're on? Well, it's not hard for me as far as battling creativity or whatnot, because I, I'm not with a label. I'm, I'm, I'm independent in the truest sense of the word. One man team in its entirety. I it's just me, God, and my fans. So yeah. I have nobody else. I need, I need, I need other people. That's the truth. I do. I need help, but I don't have it. So as far as creativity, there's no blockages for my creativity. I can do whatever I want to do. But uh, as far as staying on track and being consistent and, and, and things like that and keeping a good head on your shoulders, that gets tough sometimes. But God sends little reminders along the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm the. Oh, yeah. you, remember, you remember this? Remember this moment? Remember when B.B. King lifted you up? Remember when Charlie Daniels lifted you up when you had nobody, these type of people? And and then Vanilla Ice, you remember when you were rapping Vanilla Ice Ice Baby as a boy, did you ever think you would be on stage with him, you know? And he, you got on stage with him. And I never made you I never made you sign a record deal to do it. And I'm still living in those. I live off of those those things. And then what the fans say and all the fans that I have, and then getting messages from them saying things like I've you, your music saved my life or whatever. Yeah. That's the biggest, you know, so that those things keep me going even when I feel like giving up and quitting. Cause there's, it still happens to this day. There's times I feel like, man, I just, I'm tired of this, this rat race, this game. This is a tough game. I'm in. Especially yeah. So. So what's been your, your proudest moment so far, you know, you've been doing this for a little while now. Um, you know, obviously you you probably won't say that you've peaked, you know, because then, you know, then it starts to go down. But for you, uh, what what have you been uh, the most proud about so far? 
I'm just, I'm just every day, <clears throat> every day I wake up, I, I just can't believe that, that there are a cumulative of 1.2 million people that want to hear what I do <laughs> that have said, okay, we want to hear what you do. And, and that that number keeps growing for the most part on, on certain, on certain platforms, some platforms, it, it seems to be shrinking like Facebook. I had 518,000 followers on Facebook and now I'm noticing that I got 517, but I've been sharing a lot more scriptures lately. So you know how that goes. Yeah. yeah. Arizona. And that's fine. If they, if they leave for that reason, if that is what it is, it's okay. Whatever. Um, I still love them. The, uh, on, on YouTube, my, my subscribers continue to go up. I believe by the end of this year, I'll, I'll be at a million subscribers on YouTube and I plan to be at a million followers on, on TikTok, And maybe I won't ever, maybe I won't even be on Facebook anymore. I don't know. Facebook has just really become a, uh, an a corporate algorithm struggle, man. And they really all are, but right now the game, I think the game right now is in TikTok because anybody and everybody has a chance. If you, yeah. if you, you don't have to have any followers at all, and you got a chance to go viral. So I think anybody that wants to do anything should be on TikTok at this moment. Yeah, it seems like uh, Facebook is kind of dying out here in a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't. So I, oh, go ahead. I was saying I don't know if they will, but I, I know that if they don't change something, a lot of people are going to start shifting to other places because of the biggest. I say this all the time. I say the biggest uh, battle that every independent artist or entertainer of any kind will ever face is corporate algorithms. And that's true. That's the enemy of all of us. And it actually is the enemy of big corporations too, but they got more money to throw at it than we do. So. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the future. Um, so in your free time, what are you, uh, what are you usually doing? You know, when you kind of get away for a little while, what do you like to do? Free time for me is just any time that I have with my family. My I got two daughters and and a wife, and and anytime I get to do anything with them, that's it's fun for me. So if we if we go on a trip or something, it's going to be we we like to do dinner theaters. You ever been to a okay. dinner? Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. I've never been to one. But. Yeah, they're super fun. I like to I like to eat a lot. I don't know if you can tell by looking at me, but I like to eat. <laughs> hide it well but uh underneath all this hair i'm actually a, a chunky fella you know what i mean so yeah. I, uh, I like to eat and uh if i can eat and watch somebody do some crazy stuff that sounds fun to me so we we enjoy it okay uh it's always good keeping the family first um advice what would you uh what would you tell somebody because now in this day and age you know a lot of people are like you said, going viral on TikTok and in different platforms. And um, there's tons of creative people out there everywhere. So, uh, you know, what would you say to somebody that's, you know, kind of in your boat and, you know, this is what they want to do. Take the, the tr uh, excuse me, take the road less traveled, you know. So what would you say to those uh, those people? Well, I would say the same thing to uh anybody that's in entertainment or in business or anything that the same advice uh, is some advice that I got years ago before I was even in music, I was actually doing a podcast and I had a, 
a guy on my show. I'm not trying to name drop, but it, I had somebody on my show. His name is Darius Rucker. You know who Darius Rucker is? Yes, sir. He, he uh, I asked him a similar question. And I said, what would your advice be to some, some artist trying to get to where you're at? And he said, just play, just, just look at every opportunity as an opportunity, no matter how big or small, entertain it. And I said, that's a good, that's a very, very good advice. So I kind of have always followed that. And I said, whatever the opportunity is, I'm going to entertain it, see what happens. And cause you never know. And here we are, uh, shoot. 10, 11 years later, and some of those, like the reason I was able to perform with Vanilla Ice is because I did that very thing. I people would send me their people would send me messages and they would say, I'm I'm best friends with Vanilla Ice. Send me your phone number and I'll uh I'll show him your whatever, you know, all this type of stuff. So I was like, okay, well, I'll I'll entertain it. And I sent him my phone number. And it just so happens one of them really was his best friend, and I got a call from him. So there's just little things along the way that if I hadn't have entertained every every opportunity, I wouldn't have found the, the actual good opportunities. So I would say that about every single business that you're in, whether it's music or entertainment or acting or whatever it is, or even just regular business, owning a business, don't be afraid to take risk and entertain every possibility, every opportunity. Okay. And so 2021 for you, you know, what's that, what's that looking like? Um, uh, I know the music is still coming a lot of more uh, original, original music um, is acting still in the crosshairs or, you know, what, what do you got going on? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm a little... It's all good. Um, acting. Yes. Acting is always in the crosshairs, but it's not, I have agents. I have acting agents, but it's always been a, a side thing. It's never been a full-time thing. So I, I've been on some, I've been on TV, you know, and I've acted on TV and that's fun and I enjoy it. If you ask me, what would you do if, if God said, which can you, if you can, you can pick one, what can, what would you do for a living? And I'll make sure you, you know, do very well at it. It might be acting because just because of the, the demand is a lot less. It seems to me like the demand to it's easier for me to act than it is for me to do music because I don't have to worry about people showing up for shows. Mm. I don't have to worry about people buying my album. I get paid up front. I get paid no matter what. It's their job to now take care of marketing. It's their mm. job to market their own show, not mine. So I kind of like that aspect of it, but as of right now, it's not a career that's like, okay, this is a hundred percent what I, I do a hundred percent full time all the time. It doesn't, it's not viable enough, but it's always there as far as, is it in crosshairs? Every, I, I do auditions all the time. So okay, as they come, I do them. And as they hire me, I take them. That's kind of how it goes. <laughs> well, you definitely got your hands full and, and uh, I've seen lately that eh, probably 14, 15 years, you've seen a lot of people with the crossover, um, you know, musical artists and acting. And, you know, a lot of them will go hand in hand. Um, it seems like now, lately, you've seen more people uh, doing both. But, you know, like you said, it, it takes a lot. Um, I think uh, 
Call them battle names. Uh, Jamie Foxx, sorry, he, he was one, you know, that comes to mind with Ray and stuff like that. So um, it's always good to see people do both. <clears throat> I think Jamie was actually an actor first, though. Yeah, uh, comedy. Yeah, I used to watch his show. The Jamie Foxx show, I think it was called. Back in the day, he was he was a yeah. or something like that. He was on uh, Living Color, too. Oh, he was on In Living uh, Color? Yeah. I didn't know that. I watched that, too, but I don't remember seeing Jamie Foxx on it. Yeah, him and, uh, you know, Jim Carrey's early days, too. I remember Jim well. Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey was... He was huge on that show. Everybody remembers Jim Carrey, Fire, Fire Marshal Bill, and <laughs> everybody remembers yeah. him. Yeah, so that, that's good, man. Um, again, I, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I can't wait to see more more music from you. I've been sending it out to you know my wife in the other room. She's been uh, all over it now. She loves she loves uh, covers, original music. So we're we're spreading it out here on our end, um, and I can't wait to see what's next for you. And I appreciate you having me on. I would encourage everybody, please, to, if you want to help, please to follow Marty Ray Project on all social medias and down or download my music and go to my website, martyrayproject.com, and join the mailing list so we don't have to fight the algorithms. I can get right to you. And the last thing would be, I would say, check out our podcast. We got a podcast as well called the Marty Ray Project Chat. So, okay. Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right. Thank you again, Marty Ray. All right, brother. Appreciate it. All right. You take care. Thank you.